Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Mark Blunden and this is The Leader. Despite the grim economic outlook, London's enjoying an unprecedented boom in luxury hotel launches that will see thousands of lavish new rooms opening over the next two years. The Standard's reporting on Monday's front page that at least 13 high-end hotels are scheduled to open by 2025, many from world-renowned operators opening in the capital for the first time, while others get major refurbishments. It comes as the 1.1 billion pound peninsula London near Hyde Park Corner prepares to open with the starting price for rooms at 1300 pounds a night. But what does that buy you and does it include breakfast? The peninsula is going to be followed by the 1.5 billion pound Raffles London that's been built in Whitehall's cavernous former war office building rebranded the Owo which comes after an eight-year development funded by the billionaire Hinduja brothers, the wealthiest people in Britain. Night in the rooms, once used by former secretaries of state for war, including Sir Winston Churchill, John Profumo and David Lloyd George, cost from £1,200. Later, we'll speak with luxury travel consultant John O'Kelly to find out what you get for north of £1,000 a night in the capital and the very top at £20,000 plus... Is it possible to get luxury on a budget? But first, we're joined by Evening Standard business editor, Jonathan Prynne. Jonathan, what's your Monday splash for the newspaper? Well, it's all about hotels today, Mark. We've got a story about what is actually an incredible rollout of really high-end hotels over the next couple of years. The reason we're doing it today is tomorrow is the first of the really big openings. We've got the Peninsula London throwing open its doors at precisely 8.08 to uh, keep in tune with uh, feng shui good luck tomorrow morning which will be followed by succession of huge openings over the next couple of years and so what is seven star which just sounds phenomenal how, how is it different from the top five star and has it leapfrogged six it's a phrase that we've used today because this new generation of openings is just so lavish and, and they've had so much money spent on them that they are right at the top the super pinnacle the super elite level of global hotels. Now, at the moment in London, we only have a star system that goes up to five, as most of the world does. But places like Dubai have started to rank some hotels, the most lavish hotels like the Burj, at seven stars. And that was that was really a device that we're using in our story today just to illustrate that London hotels are going up to a, a new higher level that uh, will rank alongside the absolute best in the world. 
And this is all your butler service and all the rest of it? Yeah, well, I think, you know, one insight is that uh, uh, one of the hotels that's opening, I think it's the Peninsula, the ratio of staff to guests is three to one. I mean, it is remarkable the amount of people that you have at your beck and call to make your life as comfortable and pleasant and luxurious as it possibly can be. Who are the developers? Is this new money coming into London? It's absolutely new money. So the Peninsula is owned by a huge Asian hospitality group that own the Peninsula brand. The old war office which is the next in line opening at the end of september a huge 1.5 billion pound development that's been funded by the the hinduja family an anglo-indian family that are based in london and they're putting their money behind this project because they think the demand is there and you've been inside the old war office or the owo as it will be the uh, owo as it's officially known can you yeah. paint us a, a picture of what it's like inside well it's monumental it's palatial i mean th- this is a building built at the absolute height of the british empire and it's built with all that confidence and swagger they call it the architectural style is what they call edwardian baroque and it's very it's huge it's massively self-confident. You walk in through the door and it's going to be a Raffles hotel. And Raffles are known as a very, very super elite uh, hotelier. It's their first hotel in London. And you walk in and the, the central stairway as you come in is is simply jaw-dropping. The scale of it goes up two stories. And there's an absolutely vast chandelier hanging over it. The whole thing is designed to impress and it succeeds at every level. It is a, it is a hugely impressive space. Uh, whether you, you know, that's what you like or not, you can't help but being uh, in awe of it, what the money that they've put in and what they've created. Let's go to the ads. Coming up, what £20,000 buys you in a top London hotel? Why not hit follow in the meantime and give us a rating? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Welcome back. Now we're joined on the line by John O'Kelly, who's founder of Loot, a luxury travel consultancy. John, what's your commentary for Monday's edition of The Standard? This is a really remarkable time for hotels in London. After many years of development, we've got some huge new properties opening in such quick succession, namely Raffles and the Peninsula. 
go multi, 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 multi million pound investments. And it's a really weird contradiction at a time that our economy seems to be collapsing and things are quite bad in terms of the structure of the city of London, that so much external investment is coming in and so many people are interested in showing this expression of confidence in London's long term future. And also these hotel rates for the hotels are astronomical. So the fact that people are spending so much money to stay in the city is really interesting to observe. And why this boom now at a time when the economies in the doldrums with materials and labour costs sky high. It's a strange contradiction because the prognosis for the country economically is quite bad for us living there. But London as a brand remains very compelling as and as a centre for the global elite, the world's richest people, it still remains intact. So there's practical considerations as to why London is a convenient location for these hotels to open. It's very conveniently located for people doing business across the Americas and Asia. They often converge in London for meetings, brainstorming sessions and so on and why to do that in an appropriately nice property. Also, because we still are a major tourist destination, it's very relevant for major hotel groups to have a presence here. So if you've got people from all over the world visiting and being able to stay in the peninsula, it helps to perpetuate their brand reputation globally. And a lot of people who make the decisions on where these hotels open actually have a strong sense of affection for London as well. So the brand of London and its tourist industry is currently in really good standing, despite what's happening to us domestically, politically. What are the starting prices and what does that buy you? When the Peninsula Hotel opens this week, its starting rate will be £1,300. And that's obviously astronomical for those of us on regular salaries just getting by. But this is really on par with what luxury hotels in the world's major cities are now charging globally. So for that consumer, it doesn't actually seem that remarkable anymore, which in itself is kind of remarkable to consider. If you're staying in a property like that, like the Peninsula, you can anticipate that service is going to be phenomenal, very intuitive. They'll likely have a very clear understanding of who you are and what your preferences are. They're very good at profiling their guests and considering which approach they would like, how discreet or how engaged it should be. They have phenomenal facilities as well in these properties. So obviously you would expect to have exceptional spas, really incredible breakfast, an amazing location, and just a sense of comfort and refinement that these people are accustomed to. And that's the case if you're already a fan of a company like Raffles or the Peninsula or the new Mandarin Oriental that's opening in a few months, you'll have an expectation of the quality that you're going to receive and they'll find that quite comforting. How about the top end? If you're staying in the best presidential and penthouse suites in many London hotels, you're paying north potentially of 20 or 25,000 pounds a night. So it's kind of like we have to disconnect ourselves from all rationale when we talk about these things because it is a pure indulgence for people who have more money than we can even comprehend. Essentially, what you're getting is a a huge, huge space. And also the sense of prestige that comes from being perceived as the ultimate VIP in the property. So they might, for example, have 24-hour butler service. They'll have a car on standby, obviously a very posh car on standby for you. They'll have incredible welcome amenities in place. They'll do everything they can to ensure that you have the keys to everything you want to do in the city. So they'll utilize all their contacts to get you seats in the best restaurants, access to the best shows and so on. This is for people who are billionaires and actually for them, 20k and it doesn't really mean anything. Finally, John, many thanks for your time. Um, any tips on bagging a relative bargain in the luxury hospitality sector? I don't think bargain is a word that applies to London. So these rates are astronomical across the board. You know, for whatever level of uh, accommodation you're looking for, it's drastically more expensive than it was before the pandemic. And also Brexit is really adding to costs as well because it's increasingly hard to import cheap labour from across the EU. Every hotel you speak to is struggling to get a sufficient number 
of staff having to pay more wages, and that in turn is amplifying rates as well. They're also afflicted by the rise in energy prices and the cost of uh, labor in terms of material and so on. So bargains don't really exist. You could try to call up a hotel directly. They may, if they've got last minute availability, show a degree of leniency towards you or potentially be willing to discuss an upgrade or something like that, but don't count on it. Possibly staying on a Sunday night, for example, when hotels tend to be a little bit less busy, could see you get access to cheaper rates as well. And then, of course, if someone has a genuine reason to stay there that's special, like a hotel anniversary or honeymoon, sometimes they're a little bit more generous as well. Bargains don't readily exist. I think what we need to appreciate with stays in London is that actually you can still have an economical time in the city with lots of museums and galleries being free, loads of parks to visit. So maybe you need to look at other ways to save money rather than on accommodation. There's more on this story in the Evening Standard newspaper and online at standard.co.uk. That's The Leader. We're back on Tuesday at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.